M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. <laughs> just another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today yes indeedy welcome back to another episode of just therapy i am your host comedian sean boyd and joining me co-host is miss bbc y'all greetings hello everyone this is your girl, Miss BBC. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. <laughs> yes, another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. Y'all know how we do. Try to end your evening off right with a little therapy. What's going on with you, BBC? You know, I'm just here just to make it happen each and every day. What about you? Oh, uh, you know, same old, same old. Little mama in the background calling me real right now. So <laughs> that's how the thing go. It's always like that. I see we got yeah. Davis in the building, DJ in the building. What up with you, fam? Oh man, let's get it. Let's get right into it. Let's get let's right get into right it. Into you know, we like it. to start with a recap. Uh, talk about what we happened, uh, what we did over the weekend. Go ahead, Miss BBC. Uh, start us off, and I'll go get little mama so she stops screaming for me. Okay. Um. So this weekend, you guys, I was um really pretty much laid back. You know, you guys know that I was dealing with my allergic reaction. So just still, you know, healing from that. Um, I really got to um, connect with some of the musicians and studio and the studio that I um, fancy and working on some new projects, um, working on some new items that I'm um, making and everything like that. And I have been invited. Um, I got my call to um, be invited to perform on Cleveland um, Reggae Fest oh, nice. in 2024, right. which, yes, yes, yes. It's a major big deal. It's one of the biggest reggae fest here in Cleveland, reggae shows here in Cleveland. And I have wanted to do it for years. Mm -hmm. And um, I had people advocating for me and everything like that. So I got that news and that was like really, really a highlight of my weekend. Nice, nice. That's what's up. DJ said dope. And hey, that is dope. That's some dope shit right there. That's what's up. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So my recap, uh, Thursday, um, 
Uh, my girlfriend came over and hung out with little mama so I can go watch my son. He had a birthday show at the Vortex in Akron. Um, so I just okay, went and hung cool. out with him, had a shot with him for his birthday and watched him do what he do, played music, you know, and he, he yeah. Love watching that boy. Uh, Friday went to my girl's yeah work party. That was Friday. Um, oh wow, that's a big are, deal. So I mean, yeah, whatever. It, it, like, so a lot of people work at her uh, company, but like I've been to Christmas parties before by myself mm -hmm. with dates and been a date of somebody else. And usually Christmas parties like the company, people mingle with each other even if they don't know each other. They'd be like, oh hey, right. what, what department you work in? How you doing? Blah blah blah. Or, Ask the people, you know, what they do for a living, shit like that. These motherfuckers was like not talking to anybody. They only talked to the people they knew, which is weird as fuck to me. But that's neither, neither here nor there. It was cool. They had um, yeah, no entertainment. The food. Everybody's distant now. People just really know how to only communicate through text, email, and everything like that. They don't know how to communicate in public. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it really wasn't no entertainment. I really didn't get a chance. I was going to politic with the owner and see if I can, like, finagle my way into doing a set and getting paid. But uh, I didn't even get enough time to even do that. But uh, they right. had karaoke, right? And <laughs> it was just one guy, I guess he, like, considered, like, I guess he do karaoke a lot. This, it was like a stairwell there and, like, an upstairs. And it was like a okay. main floor. This motherfucker was singing, ran upstairs, was singing upstairs, then came downstairs like he was on the show. It was weird. But uh, but me being me, I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? I don't be giving a fuck. So I went, I sung my go-to song, which is Mary Jane by Rick James. So it was funny because like anytime I sing that song, it's, you know, they got that little interlude where it's just the music playing. Right. That's some real grown-up shit, though. Right. And I was like, uh, this is still my favorite go-to song, even though I don't smoke weed. It's been like 10 years. And I was like, it don't even matter because I don't even fucking work here. So... <laughs> And <laughs> just kept going. Saturday. Why? Uh, yeah, because that's just me. Saturday, slept in, woke up, chill, end up uh going over uh KT's brother house to celebrate his birthday real quick. Romeo. Yeah, got to see my man DJ and shit too. I ain't seen in the in the minute, so it was good to uh, nice with him and chop it up with Rome and you know, just celebrate Rome's birthday. And then we left, went bowling, which was cool as shit. And then yesterday. Right. Uh, yesterday was at my actual son's birthday, mm -hmm. turned 26. So, uh, we, me and uh, my girl watched the Browns game, watched them get a dub, picked up my son, took him to dinner. Then we went to uh, Euro Gyro open mic like we used to when he was younger because it's a mixed media open mic. So, he went up there okay. and, out, and I went up there and talked some shit. And I was, and now I'm tired because. I was uh, out a little late messing with him and shit, but it was good, good, day, good weekend. So you know, no, that's good. That's good. That's how you're. You had a very festive weekend. I Birthdays, did. Christmas parties. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. I did. I did. Carol, what's yeah. going on? Carol in the building. What up, sis? DJ, like Saturday, you got to witness greatness. Uh, what? Uh, LeBron and them winning that uh in in season championship, or you on the spades table? Because uh, neither one was that. I'm not fucking with you. Uh, and then he said, uh, as I whooped ass in spades. Okay. <laughs> I only seen the first game. Y'all y'all handled them. Y'all, I mean, y'all did your thing. You know, spades and game. Uno, that's a whole sport. They really need to just put that in the sports seasons. You know what I'm saying? Listen, if spades was a uh, – that should be an Olympic game. For you real. Know how many 
fights would break out if that shit was in the Olympics. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to fight though, because you know if you fight, you get, yeah, disqualified. you get disqualified. I think that'd so be they'll have to, but the heat'll be so up because they know they can't fight or anything. Yeah. That and bones, like Domino, please, my people, yeah. Yeah. trust me, that yeah. shit go crazy. Definitely. Tony in the building. Tony, what's going on, man? Other half for the Funny Stop Comedy Club owner. What's going on? Hi, Tony. Your, your ass reneging. <laughs> your ass reneged. <laughs> I don't never renege. I know how to play spades. It's in my blood. So, all right. Other than that, let's kick it. Let's keep going. Uh, childhood memories. Uh, we always like to give a childhood memory so you can get into our past. Uh, my childhood memory today will go... So, so in gym class in high school, right, you used to always uh -huh. have different things you would do in gym, right? Right. So you would do basketball, you know, like most of the time, like volleyball, floor hockey, shit like that. Uh -huh. The first time we did something, it was like off script, I think, because the uh, coach, the, uh, the gym teacher was the basketball coach, and I swear he was always high, especially on Fridays for game day, but uh, he brought out the archery set and he said the first person or anybody who hits a bullseye can sit out the rest of gym for the next three days because that's what we're doing is archery. Okay. And he was like, any volunteers? And I'm like, shit, let's go. So I went up, first shot, look, pow, bullseye. All right, I'm out. And he was looked at me like, how the, I'm like, yeah, I, I did archery when I was little. So that shit was like riding a bike. <laughs> But the way he looked, he just looked the shot, and I was high. He was high, and <laughs> I hit that bullseye and kept it moving. I think I end up not coming to gym class for the next three days, just uh, chilling, getting high at school, and out the way. So that's my childhood memory. Oh my goodness! Hey, mama. So Greetings, my love. Um. Hi. Yes. Yeah, so let me see. My childhood memory. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to school too. Um. So I'm the youngest of like all of my brothers and sisters. Like I'm very, you know, super, super the youngest because my mother, well, tubes was tied. She never wanted to have more children. Mm -hmm. So she had me like way after she had all her grown up stuff going on. So um, you know, you have an older kids around you. You just kind of like follow in that energy. Well, um. I, my very first performance, <laughs> um, and mind you, like, you know, I grew up with musicians around me. So we were having a talent show mm -hmm. and I, I was just like, I wanted to be in a talent show. And the music teacher had me, um, like rehearsing all of these songs or whatever. And I was very much like not feeling that. So when it came to time for me to perform in the talent show, I sung <laughs> Down Home Blues <laughs> by Denise LaSalle. Mind you, I have to be at least, oh my goodness, I might have been six, I might have been eight years old, right? And you know, I mean, my mother, she was very much older, you know what I'm saying? So. I just, they play that, you know, they play that type of music or whatever, but I'm, I'm a baby. I don't even know what the hell I'm singing. So right. I get there and I get up on stage and I'm like, whoo, I'm like, whoo, I'm mad as hell to not show. And the teachers, the principal, 
everybody is like, what is happening? <laughs> and I'm singing to this adult song and everybody is in shock. And I didn't tell my mother, I didn't tell anybody, but I just knew that I, this is a song I like. She was cursing and everything like that. So <laughs> I knew I loved this song and I was going to sing it. I had no idea what I was singing about, but I got in trouble. I got suspended and I got a whooping when I got home. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> Just nice. was up on stage cursing my ass off. That's like crazy. it was like it felt so good, though. And I remember that. And I was just like, I knew at that point that I knew before then, because I used to just sing all the time, but I knew that that's what I wanted to do with my life. And that's what I do. That's what's up. <laughs> all right. We got a couple other people in the house. Myron Tibbs in the building. What's going on? Nick Jabor, my favorite sand nigga in the building. What up, baby? Greetings, Myron, greetings, Myron, greetings. I got Myron saying I got too many stories. We, yes, we do, sir. Uh, Rail in the building, superstar. What up? Carol said, Hey, beautiful dollar bill in the building. What's going on with you? Greetings. Jarrell gonna say, Better than I'll be stroking by Clarence Carter. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. Oh man, then Lisa, my girl in the building. All right, y'all know what's next. Flowers while they're still here, instead of being conditioned like we so much are to give flowers to people while they dead and gone, we like to give flowers to people while they're still here. So my flowers this week got to go to my son, my uh, my ace, my first uh, uh, time with uh, fatherhood. Uh, just like from, I just got to give him his flowers. Just from him still beating the odds. He was born in a pound eleven ounces. They said he wasn't gonna make it. Said it was a ninety percent chance he was gonna die. And he just turned twenty six yesterday. Musical genius, still working on his music making me proud, got a job, sticking with a job. So I'm proud of that. And uh, just trying to be his grown man, get 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 his life together and do, do the right grown stuff. You know, we all stumble, but we got to keep it pushing. So I'm proud of him and keeping it focused and keeping it moving and keep doing this music. So definitely proud love of my, my young Mac. So I love it. Boyd, you are getting your flowers today, young king. Keep growing. Keep making me proud because I got you, brother. You already know what it is. I love it. Um, my flowers today is going to go to my daughter. Um, as most many of you that have been watching me on here since I've been on um, know that my daughter was in a car accident over three weeks ago. And it was very massive. I saw the car the other day and I broke down in tears because just, you know, knowing, like looking at that car and the bags and the busted windows and as mash up as it is, I, she made it through. And she actually went ahead her MRI today and we found out she doesn't have a fracture, but she has a muscular skeletal disorder where her muscle has not, it's still contracted from the, you know, it's basically like having a severe case of whiplash, but it's in her clavicle and her shoulder. But she still like keep pushing. She goes to, you know, her place of work and training and she does what she's supposed to do. And she's like my greatest support, my greatest um uprisement. And you know, I she's so much more responsible and so much more of an adult than I am. And she's literally like She's my hero. So I want to give my flowers to her beautiful self. Yeah. 
Yeah. Carol said pray, prayers for you and your daughter. Most definitely. Oh, shit. thank you. Thank you, Carol. I'm so glad you're back here today because we still got to finish up a conversation we was having last week. Yep, we going right into it. No, with no delay, no, no holding back. You already see it. Up next, man, Size Matter Part 2. We got to finish that conversation we had from last week. Fellas, chime in, especially the ones that chimed in today. We was talking last week, the size matter to us men, to us men. And I said, yes. It does matter for men towards women, towards women. Yes. So I said, yes, it does. I would like to hear other men that are that jumped on today so we can get this discussion popping. Uh, But like it was it was a lot. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about, you know, the different sizes and the the uh, the smallness or whatever. But size. Yes, we were talking about body, body wise, not just you know, um, sexually, because that's what it actually end up going into. And for women, like, I feel like for men, when it comes to women, it's more elements than what women have for men, because women can say, okay, well, as far as physical, or, you know, some women like tall men, some women don't like short men, or some women want men that are fed and not you know what I'm saying? But with women, it, it's a whole level of it. You know what I'm saying? Big this, bigger that, big this, um, little that or whatever. So we want to know, does size matter for men when it comes to women? And um, it kind of went off topic into some other stuff. So that was a little weird, <laughs> but somebody needed to release some serious things what they've oh, had experienced oh, yeah. Ram- ramsey started coming off the- he was coming from left field we was like dude we at home base what you talking about but yeah yeah so you know we really want to get into that and um i, I definitely want to hear from the fellas because and i want to hear how women react to what the men are saying as well because a lot of women um i think we lose the concept of it's like loving the skin that you're in kind of thing. And you know, I push that, I try to push that as hard as possible. So I want to hear from y'all. Let me let me know what's up. Does size matter when it comes to women, fellas? Yeah. Fellas, that's on still on. I see we a couple people dropped off, but whoever is still here on the fella side, chime in. Does size matter uh for us? Like does the women's size matter as far as body shape? Vagina shape, being too small, being too wide, being like a uh, throwing a hot dog on down the hallway, or just being too shallow, you know, so, or too tight because too a tight. lot, of, yeah. Because yeah. I brought up the fat. Some uh, I said the fat, the fact that some are too tight, even though it'd be wet, it still be too tight because you get the rug burn when you go in there when you got some girth so uh you know you got to watch what you do you feel me so i want to know i want to know chime in if y'all still here carol said i can't see the comments because ain't nobody commenting yet girl (laughs) (laughs) she said i can't see the comments on the screen ain't gonna come up on the screen unless you go to just therapy the podcast on facebook then i'll be able to show them on the screen other than that i got my phone i know i wish they could come up here so we can see them i got my phone right next to me i'll read everything that come out you know unless they go to the actual podcast page right be able to see it on the screen but i was trying to figure out how to get that going but no no haps has been like that for the last like three months so we just roll with the punches but 
Uh, we can circle back if people start coming up in. Um, let's let's keep it going though, because I know we got a lot to get into today. Yes, yes. What was your next one? If we got some fellas coming back, oh, we got to We got to Let's start with family structure. I want to start with that and then go into the other one because I think the family structure can set up the next the next topic. Okay. So I know we were talking about family structure. What was what was going on with that? What did you mean? Well, by that? yeah, I really wanted to get into that because. And what started it off is like I've been watching a lot of these older sitcoms like The Cosby Show and okay. Family Matters and, you know, um, even um, like Full House and just, you know, little things like that. And I'm like um, and I'm, I really love those. Shows. We don't that um, cater to family, you know, structure, family um, connection, eating at the table, things like that. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, and I was writing up something to post and I'm like, you know what? This is really like our, our kids are really affected. You know, we, they don't have the things that we had or were around or were accustomed to. And seeing some of those shows, like some of that stuff, like I had never even seen before, you know? And, but I always knew that those sitcoms, that we grew up on all had that energy. It all had the, you know, sitting down at the table, you know, one parent, you know, good parent, bad, you know, good cop, bad cop, discipline and everything like that. And our kids don't have that anymore. And you can't even, it, it's, it was, I was raised in, it takes a village, you know, mm -hmm. energy or whatever like that. Same, what same I here. realized is people don't even want the village. They reject the village. And I was in the store one day and um, I think it was like Walmart or something. No, mm -hmm. Walgreens, Walgreens. And the little boy was climbing up on the, the things. He was trying to get a toy, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. So the mother is nowhere to be found, but she's on the phone. You can hear her, but you can't see her. So she's, you know, off doing her thing or whatever, and the child is up here. So I'm walking down the aisle because I like to go down the aisle and play with toys. Whatever store I'm in, you want to find me, you'll catch me in a toy aisle. So um, I said, oh, no, 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 baby. Don't climb up there. You're going to hurt yourself. And so he kept climbing. I'm like, no, get down because you're going to hurt yourself. With this fall, you know, you gonna, it's going to fall on you. She come blasting around the corner. What she say to my, I mean, just outrageously aggressive and ghetto and this, that, and the other. And so I'm at the, I'm in the energy of trying to control one of my personalities. Cause she really like, you know what I'm saying? She too crazy. She had just come out on you real quick, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I said, he was climbing on the top. Like he had already got to like, by the time I got there, he was on the second level trying to get to the third level, you know, and that's really high. So, I said, well, he was climbing up there if that fall on him. And I'm trying to explain. She was like, well, you don't tell my son if he, yeah, I got to fall because he shouldn't be doing. And she's like super aggressive with him or whatever like that. And I'm looking like, this is not good. This child needs a father. This child needs a grandparent. She needs some type of discipline because first of all, you, you know, we weren't allowed to walk off from our parents in a store. You, you feel oh, what man. I'm saying? You walk off from your parents. Come on. You was not allowed to do that. You better be where I'm at, you know, or whatever. And it's like, I'm not used to not because I love my babies. 
All these babies belong to me. I'm the mother earth. You understand what I'm saying? So, and I'm finding that energy regardless of the fact. I still don't even curse in front of my elders. I don't curse in front of my mom and them, you know, whatever. And if I do, I'd be like, excuse me, I'm, I'm excuse me, but I'm, you know, because that's how much respect I have. Right. I feel like parents don't even have time to even, most parents, people don't have time to sit down with their kids. We have to work so hard, right? Parents have to work two and three jobs, you know, one parent. And, back in the day, a parent could be in the house or grandma was there or auntie, somebody, but there's no more of that. And our children are raising themselves, yeah. you know? And Even they're getting into so everything mommy. because now mommy and daddy has to work. Some of them working long hours. They at school for eight hours of a day with a teacher that they don't respect because there's no discipline in the home. And I'm not saying all homes, but majority, you can have the most hardworking parent trying to do whatever they got to do, still trying to discipline. But when that authority is not around, there's no fear in our children anymore. You yeah. know, there's no, they're not even afraid of the cops. They're like, they don't care. And I feel like that family structure is what's missing to have all of this wickedness that's going on in the world. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like that sit down, that talk, that daddy energy, that mommy, mommy energy. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Like my father was not right. He was not right in the head at all. And he just had that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to put his hands on me, but he did. But he didn't because I just feared him as a dad. Not, and You know what I'm saying? But my mom, no. She, man, she was all the way gone. And right. I, I remember one time getting arrested. I got in trouble for fighting. And uh, the police was like, we're going to. We can take you down to the station or we can call your mom. I said, take me to the station. Take me to the station. Do not call that lady. You understand what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. Take me to the station. Lock me up for three days. I'll be all right. right but you better right. not call her because I knew it was going to happen. You don't have to. I'll be like, I'm going to tell your mother. So tell my mother. Call my mother or whatever like that. And when the mother get up there like, some, 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 the mother's trying to fight you, the teachers or anybody, you know. There's no family structure, no family values, no connection, no sitting down and listening and overstanding, no discipline. And our ch I just feel like our children are going to be, man, I don't know what's going to happen to the next generation. No, I don't know. So let's, let's back up a little bit because you said you said a whole bunch right there. So uh, we were talking about family structure and you was talking about watching some of them sitcoms like, you know, the Cosby show and... Uh, and family matters and um and full house and stuff like that so yeah it's funny because even before those shows came out like uh, my parents it was a two-parent household we sat down for dinner every night like there was no if ands or buts about it even in the summertime we had to be back at a certain time if they was cooking dinner and we was gonna sit down and eat then we can go back outside like that was a given if you miss dinner okay. sometimes you went hungry you know what i'm saying not not necessarily but you know, they would be like, hey, what you doing? And you couldn't go back outside after you ate because you missed family dinner. Like, and it just wasn't on Sundays. It was like every day that we had family dinner. I, I definitely right. had a healthy fear of my dad and God growing up. Uh, but it, it's it's crazy because 
the family structure isn't there anymore. Because like you said, it used to be uh, we raised our children with the village. Uh, it was times where if you messed up at school, you got in trouble at school, you got in trouble at home. Like yeah. If you went down the street and uh, Miss Such and Such caught you acting up, sometimes they was able to tap that ass real quick. Me and you went back home and then got another ass whooping. So it was like, yes. it, it was that, that, you know, raising a village type stuff. Uh, let's go to yeah. the real quick. Carol, Carol chimed in. She said, shaking my head, this younger generation is so different. She also said facts. She said, I feel like mothers are too busy trying to be friends with their daughters, drinking, smoking, clubbing, and sometimes, oh yeah, she said sometimes effing. So, you know, she know, you know what she meant by that. Uh, hopefully they ain't sharing the same, like that's a little bit too much, especially when they ain't still in school and they that damn young. But yeah, I think the family structure is one of the keys that we missing so much. Uh, it's just that true. fact that the lady tried to flip on you because you was trying to make sure her kid was all right. We couldn't walk away from our parents in the grocery store. Like my dad didn't go grocery shopping with us. He probably sat in the car. He was at home. We was with my mom right. grocery shopping. Right, it's like tied to the damn hip, unless she told us, Hey, go two steps over here and grab that for me. And put it right, in like that was as far as we can go. Um, it's, it's just crazy how much different it is now than it was when we grew up, you know? Yeah, and it's technology. And people, you see parents on technology. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video where the little girl didn't want to do the video. Um, she was a mixed little girl, and her mom was basically like, well, this is how we make money. So the little girl like, I don't want to do this. She didn't want to be on video anymore. She didn't want to do it. And the mom was forcing her to do these little videos and dances or whatever like that. The little girl had to be between five and eight and she didn't want to do it. And the mom was like, well, how else we're going to make money? I guess I have to find somewhere to make money. People ate her up. Like, I feel like you don't need your daughter. These people that are over-sexualizing their kids, letting their kids dance to sexualized songs, you know, on here for the sake of money. It's like technology and the music, it's all taken away from that. I, I wrote a post the other day talking about how so many couples, so many relationships are breaking up. They're, they're falling apart. You know, there's no, like, it's just like, I mean, in the last year, I know, 10 relationships that broke up, you know, and married couples that have been together for years, everything like that. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong. People have problems. You're not supposed to stay, but it's like to see, and it's not less than a year. It hasn't even been a whole year yet. So let me not say that. It's so scary and frustrating to see because it affected me. So I can only imagine how the children and everything are feeling about this. And I feel like people don't, you know, because we weren't talked to. When stuff happened, they didn't talk to us about it. Some parents did, some parents didn't. I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. But you knew, like, the okay, something, something bad is happening or whatever. And I think, like, so much of that old school energy need to come back, right. you know? Right. Some of that old school energy definitely need to come back. Kids right. sitting up in the room while keep people smoking and drinking. We no, my mother and them was partying. We was in the basement or we was up. You weren't about to be sitting there with your parent 
while this was going on. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. You weren't about to be in your parents' face when they were talking to grown-ups, when they was gossiping on the phone Stay or whatever. Folks' business. I used to hear grown that folks' much. business. Kids are like literally like, well, because this and that and the other, and they staring you in your mouth, and then. You're like, get out of my mouth. Well, you're doing it right in front of them. How often, you know, this ain't nothing new to them because right. they're jumping in your conversations. And I think that kids are not being allowed to be kids. You know, you can't censor everything. Technology just got off. My, they had that YouTube for kids, right? Went on YouTube for kids. My nephew, I just hear he in the back and I hear mm, uh, uh. somebody don't influence that. And they got the dials doing grown-up stuff but it's a guy so i had to report it or whatever these things happen so much and are it's just like we don't we don't have a lot of time it's the, that small little thing that dinner time together all those things but people really don't even have time to do it and i think it's like making us fail our children you know no family structure that's failing. You know, women that are fighting don't want the men to see their kids because he don't want to be with them. You're failing your child. It's I get it. It hurt. You know what I'm saying? But I don't care. I was dropping my daughter off to her daddy on the porch and pulling out. You're going to. Oh, no, you're going to take care of this kid. You're going to. You know what I'm saying? No matter what's going on, you're going to be there. I'm so glad for him. I'm so glad for his mother. I'm so glad for his brother because. They, that that is needed. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to be there. You're keeping your child away from their dad because he don't want to be with you. You're messing up that family structure because y'all don't have to be together for y'all to co-parent right. and raise y'all kids. All right, let's get back to these comments. Lisa chimed in. She said a lot of what it is available to these kids raising themselves. Uh, we, raised, we raised ourselves back in the 80s, 90s too, but we were out riding bikes and setting shit on fire. We weren't on the internet all day. Carol also chimed in. She said, my daughter is 34. When we go to the store, we're glued to the hips. Uh, when she walks away, I can't find her. Uh, I'm dialing her digits. I will go to world uh, over her. Definitely, for real. And then it's for funny like, that you mentioned uh, when you was talking, you mentioned like, you know, parents sitting down and having that conversation with you. I remember watching the OJ Chase on TV with our parents, like we yes. sit here, all of us in the living room watching that unfold on live TV. And then we had a discussion about it, you know, and then kind of watched the trial and talked about that. It was just different aspects of everybody growing up. Carol also chimed in. She said they don't see how it affects the kid, uh, the kids because they're so wrapped up. I'm the oh, he didn't want me. So fuck him. And yeah, as a daddy and all that, and that's that's the bad part about it. It's like you gotta let, especially if they want to be in the kids' lives. There's so many fathers nowadays that want to be in the kids' lives. They still got they females that are holding the kids hostages and using them as weapons against the father that wants to be in the kids' lives and like, the fathers. Hold on, hold on real quick. I'm hold sorry. On. Come on now. <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, sorry. Because no, I'm like, no. I got this one. Right. Because like, because like you got so many females that are holding them hostage, but then on the other end, when the dads don't want to uh, take responsibility, you know, that's a different story. But when they do, you still holding them captive 
And so you using that as a weapon to keep these kids away Absolutely. from the dads that want to be fathers. And then you get fathers that want to not fight that battle to see their kids. Like I keep telling, I keep, I, I tell a lot of men that are fighting that battle, keep fighting that battle because it's going to be worth it in the long keep run. Fighting. Don't give up on your kids just because they want to act a certain way. The parent, the mom, don't mean the kids because when they get older, they go see what really went on. I'm telling yes. you, they get older and they see what really happened and seeing if the father was actually trying to fight for him. But go ahead. Right. No, and I was going to say that some fathers that say they don't go see their kids because they don't want to deal with the mama. That's another thing because I feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes some guys make women become you know what they call crazy or aggressive but there's nothing in the world that should make you turn your back on your flesh and blood like you know what i'm saying right. okay she act crazy guess what you need to get the police when you want to go pick up your daughter you know what i'm saying if that's what you got to do let me get somebody get a mediator or something in go pick up my daughter and bring or my son and bring my kids to me because if we can't be in the same room without a whole bunch of and i, I can't stand seeing females doing some of the stuff that they do um so that you know because somebody don't want to be with them you should never have to fight for love i'm not going to do all of this for you to love me but at the end of the day everybody go through the aspects of what they go through but you know what i'm saying i feel like keeping yourself away from your children keeping your children away from their um other, other parents is the worst one of the worst types of abuse and it's very frustrating to see how these kids and younger people they're doing drugs they they doing lean i mean and they're looking terrible they are they don't have no fear they're killing each other like they're killing in video games not even for a purpose it's not even to rob nobody it's not to get nothing or whatever like that they're living out these these fantasies and i mean did you see where they were saying that the kids were smoking bed bugs like that's crazy to me i did not see that i didn't i had never heard of that yes yes they're doing lean they're smoking bleach they're doing choking each other eye to get to the highest of the highs and it's like you know I mean, and not that we didn't do stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we had this perfect order. Like, you, like what Carol said, you know what I'm saying? Our parents, we were up, but it was discipline there and it was apparent. We knew to hide it. We knew, you know, they're out. It's right out. People smoking with their kids. I don't care right now. You're not smoking or drinking with me. No, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I don't care how grown my daughter get. I don't care my, what. My son, my son, 26. I buy him a shot. Like, it's a shot. Like No, no, no. It's his birthday. I bought him a shot. He's 26. Like, he grown. Like right. somebody and if you do that, that, I mean, that's fine. But he's grown. I'm saying, I'm still not doing it with my daughter. But I don't really do shit. But, you know, my daughter don't do nothing. But I am not doing it with my teenager. You know no, what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, these parents are smoking and drinking with their kids. No, I know. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So that's super frustrating. To me, because I feel like there's no, like she said, people want to be their kid's friend. There's no, you know, it, it's, you have to have that 
you know, common ground of I am your parent, you know, and I think that it's not respected. People punish their children and then um, award them at the same time. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's not good parenting because when you don't let them know or this everybody wins thing, you know, everybody's a winner. Nope. You ain't win. You lost. Right you know, um, I think it, it when I when it comes to that, it's like it's certain things. Nothing is perfect. Everybody has their thing. But I just feel like there are certain things. People that treat their sons better than their daughters. Very frustrating to me. I, I mean, or daughters better than their sons. That's very frustrating to me. I think yeah. that there's no, I don't know, there's no family structure anymore. And if there, it is there, it is not being shown. And I think that we got it from TV. We got it from parents, our grandparents. My grandparents were together until my grandfather passed away. When we were at my grandparents, we sat at the table and kids sat in one room, the adults sat in another, but everybody sat at that table and ate together. Right. You know, and I think that it's missing and it's definitely needed so much mm -hmm. and it needs to be shown more than it's happening. So kids, so they can know that this is, you know what I'm saying? That strength. You know, that it's there. And people, because you no know, relationships, like people don't even believe in the relationships anymore. They don't even talk about it. They don't even teach it in school at all. So mm -hmm. it's definitely something that um, needs uprisement. Yeah. All right, let's get to the comments. Carol said, uh, hold on now. The minute bros say you want some uh, D.I.K. or money, it's like, oh, you want to see your daughter? She miss you. Girl, bye. Um, okay, court. Uh, hey, Ed Red in the building. What up, Red? Uh, she said, Yo, I'll call her, uh, sis. I love you. Uh, what's up, bro? What's going on? Then Carol also said, They don't Hi. know the meaning, they don't know the meaning of common ground or boundaries, which is simplified. And Ed Red said, Yes, that's how I, I that's how I was raised. Yeah, because like we couldn't be in the grown folks business. They literally told us, you better get your ass in the back. Like the grown folks talking, you go in the back, you go outside, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Even when they had their parties, y'all, y'all in the room playing the game y'all, and you can come in for a second and then they, they, they see you, you going to get something to drink. And then you sitting there taking too long. They'd be like, boy, take your ass back in the back. Everything like, stops. The music mm -hmm. turned off. All the grown folks yep. turn around to you. Everything. It's like, eh. Yeah, yeah, they like, nah, you ain't about to catch all this, like this whole no, like, watch no, out. we were outside when then we knew when it been inside or on the porch, and when we were inside, we knew, and then I feel like we knew how to be invisible, you know, because if you wasn't, somebody was gonna get you, right? And that's what, what Airbread just said. She said, being the mix, you running the risk of getting slapped. She said, right, my mom, uh, then Carol said, right, my mom gave us the side eye, like, you you better get your ass up out of here. Right. There were no words spoke, and then that's another thing. When your parent, <laughs> when your parent looked at you, you read everything. Look, that face right there. <laughs> like, you read everything. You knew what your mom was saying. Now, a kid, you look at your kid like, what? You know, or if you were in church, and your mom pinched you, or oh, the, oh, the you. church pinch? Let me tell you, you knew. Bitch with the spin? Ooh, you better man. not scream out 
You better you you better hold that cry inside your spirit. Mm, you whoever you believed in. You but better no. hope they don't put that church finger up because you know it's time to go to the bathroom and get that ass tapped. That so, church <laughs> finger was over. It you was better over. take that pinch and keep it quiet. <laughs> I never forget if one you time. You see that finger? Ooh, no, no. One time it was a store downtown, and um, I my mom, I was in there and I wanted something, and my mom said, "Let's go to the bathroom." And I have never, I knew not to cry out, but I knew if she took me in that bathroom, she was going to beat my brains out. I fell out in the middle of the floor like, no, please, please don't let this lady hurt me. And they were like, oh, no, what's wrong? What's wrong? She was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All she kept saying was some of my, I knew when I got home, I was going to get it, but I did not want to go in the bathroom and get that because i knew now none of that you say i'm, I'm gonna take you in that bathroom and say for what i thought a little girl said to her mom what you gonna do beat my ass right i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it no mm -hmm. there's no more family structure i mean i'm not gonna say there's no more it's not as it's visible not, as it right. should be right uh, Air Red, I, I see uh, it made you get rid of that one post, but I know what you said. I was about to read it. Now she put another post. Same thing, though. They say, if you dip in the convo, you might as well just give up the ghost. Absolutely, because they they tearing you a new one. Absolutely correct. I don't know why I made you uh, get rid of that post. Ten, ten buck two in the building. What up? What, what up? Post? What up? All right, I think that's a great time to go into our one and only sponsor break. Listen, y'all, this we not finished with this, y'all. We not finished with this because the family structure go right into our next topic, which is are we failing these kids? And I got a lot yes. to talk about on this one. So please don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. It'll be a quick break. Y'all know how we do. So more just therapy, more Miss BBC, and y'all already know who I am. But it's time to take you to break, baby. Y'all know what time it is. It's that pizza time, y'all. I got the best place for you. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Three locations. First location, 1909 Bailey Road, Calgary Falls. Phone number is 330-928-2222. Second location, downtown Akron, 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Phone number 330-849-5707. And a new location. It's been up about three months now. Uh, 3031 Graham Road, Stowe, Ohio. Their phone number is 330-673-9410. Listen, the best part about the downtown location has to be the beer wall, hands down. I like to call it the Dave and Buster's of beer because you go in there, you put money on the card, and you go up to the glorious 36 taps, including wine, ale, IPAs, lagers, whatever you want. You put the card on the tap and pour as much beer as your heart desires. But please drink responsibly. Another thing I love about Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, they cater to your taste buds. Yes, they don't mess up orders. Any specialty order, it be on point. I'm telling you, I'm a cheeseless type of dude. I say no cheese, extra sauce. And that first bite, y'all... It'd be, mm, mm, bitch, like it's that delicious. You got to check them out. Mention Just Therapy, the podcast. You get a 10% discount. Ask for the owner, Brad Cover, and it goes down. 10% discount. They are the official sponsor of 
Twist the podcast, Just Therapy, the podcast. And you know I'm in the middle of a commercial and you keep yelling my name. Come on now. But listen, if it's pizza, it's possible. Yes, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Check them out if you close in the area of Calga Falls, Akron, or Stowe. All right, y'all. Y'all know. Here we go. We back, y'all. Let's get it going. Back to the comments. Uh, Carol said, uh, I would have laid into her on the spot. Eb said, they said it was offensive. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. Carol was like, all right, pizza break. Yes, it was. Uh, Eb said, BBC, I got to get to a show of yours. I miss Cleveland peeps. I've been laying low. That's what's up. All right. Let's oh, go. yeah, it's come through. Let's get right back into it. Hold on. We got some other ones. Timmy Tim Buck two said twisted tomato pizzeria always, and then he said, "Hey, my God, miss you, Timmy, Timmy, miss you, brother." All right, here we go, back on it. So, this is what I've been waiting on all day. We 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 talked about family structure, and you said it in family structure, but let's really talk about it. Let's dive deep into this, y'all. Are we failing these kids? Are we? Seriously, yes. because so many of these kids nowadays, middle school, high school, whatever, and I be in the schools every day, different public schools, being the private schools and everything, inner city, side city, suburb, all that. So I see it every day. Are we failing these kids? I think yes. I think yes. I think we are. Yes. And I believe it starts with these damn parents, because when you go into a school and these kids have no respect for authority, none, I'm no. talking about cussing all the way through the hallways like a comedy club, let alone yeah. outside, but like on a damn uh, sailor ship. Y'all remember this, you know, the. Mouth like a sailor because they cuss like a sailor. They act like they on the ship. They be nigga this motherfucker that. Like bitch this, bitch that. Like it does not make any sense. Uh -huh. Then you get them in the classroom and they don't respect their teacher. These teachers are underpaid, overworked because they got more kids in the classroom than they really can handle. You got kids in the classroom that want to learn, that have respect, but then you got kids in the classroom cutting up the entire time for no reason, like they ain't got no home training. Absolutely. And then you wonder why it's a shortage of teachers, because these teachers don't want to have to deal with this day in, day out. Yeah. They're still paying student loans on their teaching licenses. <laughs> And they got to deal with your badass kid, right? Yes. But then you get mad at a teacher, go up to the school, cuss out the teacher, cuss out the principal, and you know your kid bad. Yeah. But And you want to blame them? No, yeah. Look in the mirror and blame yourself. We are Freedom, failing thank these you. kids, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. I feel like as parents... Did you okay? So it's two videos I wanted to um talk about, you know, on this. I tried subject. to find the teacher that two piece the kid, and I couldn't find the video. I love having video footage, but I couldn't find it. 
But go ahead. What videos you was talking about? One video is when the parent, it was a mother. Mm -hmm. She said the teacher called her because at the school, the kids have to turn in their phones to the teacher at the beginning yep. of class. Uh -huh. So the teacher, um, the one little girl, act like she turned her phone in, but she didn't. So when she, the teacher asked her, do you have your phone? She said, no, I have the case. But what happened is she actually turned in the case and not the phone. Mm. So the teacher found out she had her phone, took her phone and called the parent. And the way the story went to me, it was like the teacher was scared to tell the parent that you, she took her daughter's phone and that the mother can come back and get it. And so the mother, I'm thinking she, you know, she's a black woman or whatever like that. Not just because she was a black woman, but I, she was young. And so the mother said, no, you're not going to give her back that phone. You're going to keep that phone. If she took out, didn't put her phone in or whatever like that, you're her teacher. She's with you for eight hours. You're going to keep that phone because she did something. She was, I don't want to see the phone. I don't care that she don't got the phone or anything. She did something she wasn't supposed to do. So you get to keep her phone until you're ready to give it back. And I don't think you go. should give it back right now. I went on that post and like, I was like, I gave that mom so many accolades because yeah. yes, that's what is needed. First of all, your teach your child's teacher is your co-parent. I don't yep. care if your yep. the daddy live in the house or anything. She is with that child for eight hours a day. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, and in high school, you they go through different teachers. I don't care. You in school for that day, those teachers are your parents. You know? And if you disrespecting them, you're disrespecting me. First of all, you making it look like you don't have no home training. Mm -hmm. You know? And I felt that. So then it was another post where the teacher was devastated at the five-year-olds because she was like 19. And she's like, well, she playing ballet music for them and classical music or whatever. And she's saying, um, excuse me, trying to fix myself. She's saying, you know, all the kids like, we don't want to listen to this. We want to listen to Pound Town and they're five. We want to listen to Pound Town. We want to listen to Cardi B and this and that and the other. What's the other one? Sexy Red or whatever. And she was crying. She was so devastated. And people were calling her, "You, what you crying for? That's stupid to be crying because this and that and the other. And I'm looking like this lady is saying she, because evidently she didn't grow up like this. Rather, she 19, 20, she was 20, 19 or 20 as a teacher. You could tell she had, she didn't grow up like that. She didn't grow up in that element of you listen to music. I know I didn't. We I couldn't listen to it. And I was the baby. I think that, you know, and I went to my nephew's school. The teacher, the kids are calling the teachers by their last name, but they're not saying Mr. or Mrs. or anything. They're like, Johnson. Yeah. Can you know like that? Let me get some paper, Johnson. Let me. And I'm looking like, what? You know, and. Teacher parents coming to the schools, attacking the teacher. It's just like that. That is your co-parent. That is your co-parent. And she's barely getting paid to take care of your child. Never, never. My mom was coming up to the school in a Newport T-shirt with a Jerry Curl cap on her head with a belt around her neck. You know what I'm saying? For less. 
more or less. You know what I'm saying? And I knew to be respectful. I knew to be a whatever like that. But I still was in a, grew up in an abusive home, so I still had some issues. But she would come up there with a Torah titties showing on the side, Newport t-shirt on, and she got a belt around her neck. Who wants some? And she was not, she didn't give a care of who you, I know your mama, you know, it was, where is that? I want that back. I want somebody, mama. She come up there in a bonnet, let her, and I don't like people outside in a bonnet, but if she coming up in a bonnet to be that teacher's co-parent <laughs> and assistant teacher, I wouldn't care. Yes, get in that butt. You know what I'm saying? Butt to, you know, belt to ass. Yeah. And I don't like kids getting whoopings. I really, I'm going to try to defend them and try to talk to them first. But this is getting out of control. It's getting out of control when a parent, when a teacher cannot even, you see that principal that got fired when that girl punched her in the face and she slapped the girl and they fired the principal. The girl was like bucking with her. And bust her in her face because she trying to stop them from fight, and the principal got fired. Nah, see, and that, that's the thing. Like, it, it's another video with a uh, a male teacher. Uh, this kid, uh, I was talking to KT about it, and uh, the kid walked up on the teacher, was like, "Say what you said. I know you said it. Say what you said. I know you said it." And got up in his face, and the teacher was like, "Man, if you don't pop up real quick, two piece." Now the kid want to cry, but you want to act like a grown adult and get in an adult's face like you big and bad. Like, come Never. on, you know, you know better than that. Let's get to these comments real quick. Okay, Carol uh, jumped in and was like, that's uh, that's what's up. Lay down the law, mom. She said, what's pound town? And then uh, Airbread said, uh, I saw. artist, I respect everybody's art. However, this is absolutely my first time ever uh feeling so much disgust for the artist sexy red i wish she was canceled for all the cultures hey i mean like some of these some of these artists whatever like and but they they listening to it all day now i i remember when we was on the bus we're growing up on the bus though we weren't in the classroom doing this on the bus ride to school or home we would be singing like I'm bad on the bus. Everybody <laughs> rapping it, you know, like just busting it down. Everybody knew the words. We was on stuff like that. But when we got to the school, we still show respect for our teachers because Absolutely. we had that healthy fear of our parents. I remember kids having a parent come up to the class, uh, up to the school and getting their ass whooped in the bathroom. Like, yeah, our parents didn't play this. It's crazy because. I almost went viral the other day, y'all. And and every teacher be like, oh, you should be a teacher and you got a gift. No, I got a gift to make people laugh. That's my gift. I can connect right. with kids real quick, but I cannot be around these same kids every single day. It don't matter if they good, if they don't you know, show a lot of respect. I just can't do it every single day with the same kids. But yeah. I, almost, I almost went viral. It was a point where... Um, it was a, a kid talking and I said, you know, young sir, come on. He was like, you know, my bad. I'm sorry. He apologized. I'm like, no worries. We'll keep it moving, young sir. I appreciate the apology. But this other kid that had his back turned to me was talking, right? And he trying to talk low so I couldn't hear him. So I ignored it. Then I had to play this video that they had to watch, right? Uh -huh. He's sitting there dancing 
not paying attention to the video, dancing and talking. So we get to the screening part and I'm reading these questions and he says something again. I was like, young sir, you've been disrespectful this entire class. You was dancing during the video and talking and trying to blame it on the other kids. So he get in trouble, but you the one was talking like I'm done. Stop. He like, nigga, I want to talk to you. I say, first off, I'm not your nigga. And I'm the teacher in the class. I say, first off, I'm not your nigga. And second, you got to go. So I'm like, you got to go. Principal's office. I don't care. And the teacher was like, yep, you got to go. Principal's office right now because I'm calling down and they better see you. Right. He gets up to go like to leave the class. He's like, oh, bitch ass nigga. Oh, dick riding ass nigga. I'm like, listen. Oh, my goodness. I'm not about to sit here and go back and forth with your seventh grade ass you are right to my waist and you talking trash like probably dude, reading at a two a second grade level like it ain't even that serious you trying to right. go big and bad and it ain't even funny everybody in the class looking at you like you stupid right now right like you ain't about to do nothing with this old man you really not you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and i'm not about to go back and forth with you i'm not gonna cuss at you i'm gonna call you young sir to let you know you sounding stupid and I'm going to still treat you with respect, you little young king. Like, these parents are the one failing these kids. I agree. Period. I agree. Period. Here, I'll, I'll be right back. Keep keep talking. But, like, I understand, like, we we losing these we losing these kids. Yeah. We got to get yeah. them back. We got to get them back, y'all. We got to get them back. We got to get the parenting that parenting energy back, I feel like that parenting energy is being lost. It's being, and not just that, I think it's being stripped from us too. Like society, people, what I feel like people are not realizing how society is affecting us and how they try to take discipline out of the home. Don't do to this and letting your kids and all this identify as, you know, look at the teacher that got fired because the little girl says she identified as a bird. And the teacher said, well, I don't think you can identify as a bird. And the little girl went home and told her mom. And the mom did everything in her being to get the parent fired. I mean, the teacher fired. You know, it's the parenting. I don't care if you're a liberal parent or whatever. Be, you know, I, you want to be, you don't want to. The mistake that in our generation, I blame because we you know, we were trying not to be so hard on our kids like our parents were on us. Mm -hmm. And then we hired, grew up these soft ass, you know what I'm saying, kids that didn't have kids. And then now, some, I mean, and I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at some of these parents. I was at um, Family Dollar and I'm coming out and a mother going in and she on the phone. And when I tell you, she's the little girl is in the back seat. She's saying, and I rolled on this mountain and I sucked and I this. The little girl in the back seat, she got to be about 10 years old. So the little girl, she sit in the car. I, this little girl reminds me so much of a little bit of me. She's beautiful, dark skinned girl. The mother got weaved down her butt, but the little girl hair is, and she got these little braids and, you know, she's just so disconnected from herself. The mother turns around, nah, nah, she out the car. Nah, 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 nah. 
And then she turns around and says, get your stupid mother out the, out the car. And I lose it. I I lose it so bad. So I'm on the phone with my sister and I'm like, so I'm like, she don't have to talk. And everybody's trying to calm me down. I can't calm down because why? First of all, why? I shouldn't even hear your conversation. But she definitely shouldn't be hearing your conversation. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's that's failing. You're failing her. This little girl obviously has something. She looks so sad. She doesn't, she doesn't look up. She's walking like this and her head is down. You know, you're not paying attention to that. Something could have probably even happened to her where she doesn't, she felt invisible. I can feel it, you know? So you're not, that, those are parenting issues. You're constantly just being so, everybody got to be so wretched. Everybody got to be so down. Everybody got to be so ghetto. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's horrible. We're failing our children. And I feel like you can't say anything. I've seen this little boy. Pull your pants up. It's who you talking to. I was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, and if you say something, they're going to pop you. They will shoot you. They will kill you. Because no parenting is involved in that energy. And they don't have it. But some of them want it. Because you can get some of them and you be like, you better stop. Or you will get yourself to, I see how you, they'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm not, because they want that. You know what I'm saying? Some of them want the discipline. But it's not many. They want that structure. I'm telling yeah. you, kids want that structure. Because nobody's at home getting in their ass when they need to. And they're yeah. always about beating their ass. I get that. But some right. of them need just that one good ass whooping. Need yeah. that phone taken away from them. Need that yeah. video game taken away from them. Need them J's taken away from them. Yeah. You know Go buy them some Payless shoes for a little bit to let them know, look, you got to straighten up. It's and act right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to straighten up and act right. It was this. It was this and they need that. Scene. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. They need, they need that family time, too. Yeah. You know, they need yep. that connection because that is a lack that makes a lot of kids act up too. not being connected, not being talked to or guided either. You know what I'm saying? There's no guidance. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. So it was a video mm -hmm. and I was going to bring this up on another podcast and talk about it, but we can talk about it now. So it was this uh, girl, teenage girl, uh, and her father had made her, um, it, so what happened was the kid was, let me see if I can find it real fast. Cause I want to make sure I explain it correctly. All right, here we go. So this father makes his daughter shave her head because she was bullying a cancer patient. All right. I say that bullying a cancer patient. She snatched the wig off of this cancer patient's head and got in trouble and got caught. So uh -huh. the father was like, you got two options. One option, you can shave your head just like that because you know you're in the wrong. Yeah. Second option, I can take away all your electronics, throw them away, and you ain't never getting another electronic again while you in this house. So what you think she chose? Shave her head. She shaved her head, but the audacity to 
talk about a cancer patient's head yeah snatch her wig off like i'll be telling these kids you don't know what the next person is going through next to you right this can damage that kid for the rest of her life yeah going through chemo and you want to just downgrade something that they have no control over yes and for you to have no heart at all and evidently you can tell she wasn't raised like that because the oh. father stepped in so damn fast. I'm surprised he ain't snatching knot in her ass. Yeah. But he made her shave her hair off. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you know better than this. Yeah. But it's I'm like glad. they try to be cool in these classes and try to show off for their friends, and it ain't gonna get them nowhere because it's yeah. always somebody bigger and somebody badder than they ass. Yeah. And it's gonna end up on the wrong side for them. Like we failing these kids. It's funny that you said, hold on real quick, baby. It's funny that you said something about, you know, you blame some of us on raising these kids because we didn't want to raise them like, that's okay. We didn't want to raise them, grab that for me. We didn't want to raise them like our parents raised us. Uh, I begged it different. I raised my son like I was raised because I mean, that's what I knew. Like I had both parents in the house. Like he didn't have both parents. But right. I made sure that I raised them like uh, raised him like I was raised because I right. was raised to show respect to my elders. Period. Right. Point. I had grandmothers and great grandmothers that have put a smackdown on us if we didn't respect our elders. So right. When we went to school. We respected our elders. When my son was in school, all through school, all through high school, all the way up till he graduated, every parent teacher conference I went to, all they did was rave about how well-mannered he was, how he right. felt when the teacher needed help passing out something or to do this or to do that. And they all raved about him being so well-mannered and being respectful. You know what I'm saying? So I raised him with that respect the same way my parents raised me with that respect. You know what I'm saying? So some of us dropped the ball, not all of us, but this day and age right now, these kids are lost they're all the way lost and i do i feel like that's what i'm saying it. some of us did drop the, i when i say us no, i, I mean our generation you know what i'm saying but yes it, i i totally i believe that and it's terrible it's very terrible you know i mean my daughter like oh my gosh she like i said she's amazing she's amazing and i was a mess i was always in trouble so um and i was raised very strictly and very you know, with grandparents, grandfather, father, all of that. But it's um, it's very sad to see. And with that video that you were talking about, um, a lot of a lot of people downrated that father. They made him like out to be an abuser and all that stuff like that. And he was he was so far. I remember going on that, and I was like, like. The other post where the father made the daughter walk home two miles because she was bullying somebody on a bus. Now, be it though, he did follow her in the car, but he made her walk. Yeah. I loved it. The father that when the daughter was going to prom, he paid for the whole prom. He paid for the whole prom, but he hadn't seen the dress. And when the girl came downstairs, she had a sheer dress with two things right here, one thing right here, and one to cover her butt. He mm. said, absolutely not. He said, that's what my money paid for. And he would 
grabbed her by her arm, was like, go back up them steps and find something else to put on because you're not wearing that. Not at all. And he's like, well, her ride is up the limos here. And the mother I like, don't well, care. I don't, he, was, he did not give a good, he was like, you better find her something in your closet or whatever to put on. But my daughter is not going out in that. You know, I don't care. I paid for it, but nobody told me. I'm like, what? And he was so mad at the mom, and people were just defending the girl and the mom. And I'm like, no, no. Not at all. this is his daughter. You know what I'm saying? She is basically naked. And you think that it's okay? No, no, no. And he was like, no. And she did not go in that dress. And I don't remember if she put on something else. I didn't see the whole video, but he was very well, very well, like stood up as a father. I don't care who out here. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what. She ain't going to prom and that. Right. And bring the dress down because no, there was my money I paid for, it, but she ain't going away on that. And right. that is what's needed. That's what's needed. And I know so many amazing fathers. I know couples that are together and they parent very well. I know couples that are apart and they parent very well. Sometimes, because there are some great parents out here that still have some kids that are off. You know what I'm saying? That are not doing right. And they had really good upbringings um, or they have both of their parents in the house or something like that. And they did the best they can. They just go off and do the thing, you know, but we got to do better. That village, we need that village. We need that community. Absolutely. We need that parenting. Car Carol chimed in and said, just ignorant. Chemo itself is stressful. Having your wig snatched off in front of others is so disheartening. Definitely. Definitely. Like, why, why would you even have the audacity? And then the people that tried to jump on him saying that was bad, like, you are part, you are the problem. You are the main problem. If you get on that post and say he shouldn't have did that, right? He shouldn't have did that. You are the problem. What do you mean? Yeah, so instead of he gave her two options take away all your electronics and you don't get no more, or shave your head because you ain't no way you bullying a kid. He should have been a body for that matter. Yeah, like and she could have lost her privileges and yeah. Like that, that, you part of the problem. You are the problem. You, you the, you the mom that go up to the school and want to fight the teacher, knowing your kid bad for no reason. Yeah, like, come on, man. And most of these people don't even have kids. Everybody that's, you know, what I'm saying most of those people that chime in and comment in don't have a kid. You know, what I'm saying never got a, you know, disciplined in their life was a hot ass mess or still a hot ass mess. And the ones with kids, kids terrible as shit. You know what I'm saying? And they are the ones that, you know, well, oh, you, know you should talk to your kids and all this gentle parenting and all that. It works for some kids. Everything is different. Everything, even BNs, you know, certain things work for different kids and, you know, in different ways. You got to find a way to deal with each child. And definitely Absolutely. you want to start off with what? But when you do get to a point where you're big, I can't stand bullies. I don't like bullies. At all. I don't care who you are. I don't care what. I don't like abusers. I don't like female abusers. I I really, I will lose my, in a minute. I just, but I strongly believe discipline is important. 
I believe guidance is important. Mm -hmm. And if you're not trying to teach somebody, because kids have to be taught, but they do have their own personalities. Yeah, but course. at that point where you're being disrespectful and everything like that, and the parent, I don't like parents that don't show up for teacher conference. I don't like parents. If you're, if you're getting called to go up, to, I ain't going up there. I don't like parents that say, um, don't call, what you calling me for? You know what I'm saying? Because you my better half. That's why I'm calling you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Find I'm, out what's wrong with your kids. Some kids act up because they can't learn. You know what I'm saying? You well, need to find out. Yes. So yep. that's all of that. When you don't want to get called, you don't want to be involved. You don't want to nothing. You don't give it up on your kids. Yep. And that's just true. And yep. it's frustrating. It is. I'm I'm so happy you got, uh, brought up parent teacher conference things because that that reminded me of something I wanted to talk about talk about during this segment. So it was a uh, a kid in Maryland, right? Uh, single mom has three other kids besides this kid. Kid is 17 years old. Um, so this is the question for y'all: who who failed the kid, the school or the parent or both? Right? So this kid, because so, you know some kids get pushed through. So he got pushed through all the way to be a senior. They told him when, when it was time, like, because graduation is coming up, they was like, you can't graduate. You failed 22 classes. You've missed 260 days throughout your four years here. Um, and you got to go back to ninth grade. So the mom was pissed because she said, I only got called by one teacher for a parent-teacher conference out of his four years. And I couldn't go. So she's saying the school failed her kid. But this is my thing. So if the school failed the kid and the kid can't even read at a ninth grade level and about to graduate and shouldn't graduate, he need to do more schooling. You can't have him in the world not knowing how to count money or to read a job application, let alone read signs. You know what I'm saying? So I say they both failed. Now, this mom was up in arms and I rightfully so. But why do you not like I understand you raising four kids? I get that. And I know it's tough. And you work in these jobs because you got to pay the bills. I get that. But how do you not still find just a little bit of time to make sure your kids are doing okay in school to make sure they are learning something. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have this happen. Like that school definitely shouldn't have pushed his ass through. He should have remained in the ninth grade that whole time, them whole four years until his ass passed ninth grade. But again, I say both of them are to blame. What, what, what says you, Miss BBC, on that? You all right? You uh, bounced on us? You, I heard you choking. You all right over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you go put me on blast like that, though. <laughs> you just disappeared, and all I heard was coughing. Um, I make sure you are all right. Give me a hug. Mm. Trying to make sure you are all right over there. You sound But yes. If you're still here, chime in. Let me know what you think about that. Scenario. I agree. I think they both failed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. mm -hmm. period. Because 
<clears throat> and I'm not going to say that because I, I wasn't there. I don't know the whole story. I'm not going to say that the teacher probably didn't or they didn't do all that they could do. Um, I don't know if they constantly try to contact the parent mm -hmm. and say, hey, um, we need your help. You know, we're trying to get them to graduate. If they try to put them in programs or whatever, but um, I do feel like some teachers, guidance counselors, there's a lot, but then I do feel like there's some teachers that's like, shit, I'm gonna still get paid. You can learn if you want to learn, but if you're not going to do, because it's so much that they can say now, it's only so much that they can do now. They're so restricted from helping as much as we had help, you know what I'm saying? And if they don't want to listen and they don't want to come to class and they don't want to, you know, be in class, they get up, they can get up and just walk out or whatever. So, um, I want to say the parent felt more because I can just, I know that the teachers really reached out probably and contacted and probably tried to advocate for him to do better, you know, or to try to get that, you know, energy in there. Um, but like you said, they're underpaid. They're very under respected. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm saying more the parent um, failed them more than the, probably the school did. Mm -hmm. I agree. But I do believe both. They both, have, they both had a hand in that shit. Right. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. Great conversation today. Great, great, great conversation. Listen, we got one more episode of Just Therapy before the holidays and the new year. You already know how the holidays is falling. It's falling on a Monday and a Sunday. Was Sunday and a Monday or something? Monday. Christmas on Monday, New Year's on Monday. So you already know. I ain't going to be here. We're going to take a well-needed break. I know I need to break. But I, I let you know this though. Uh, always chime in, chop, Excuse me, chime in, tap in, all that good shit. Let me know what you think. Give me some new topics for the new year. Like I said, we got one more episode. We'll be back next week, God willing. But uh, thanks for chiming in with us. Y'all already know how to follow us. Uh, Just Therapy the podcast on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, just Therapy Pod on IG. And you can also shoot us an email at justtherapypod at gmail.com. BBC, go on and give out some of your socials so they can follow you. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Miss BBC Official. You see how it's spelled there, M-S period BBC. You can also find me on Facebook at Miss BBC Iluja. That's I hyphen L U um, J A H and at Miss BBC Official. Um, you can also find me at Body, My Body to Body with the number two, of course, at gmail.com. If you want to find out what I have going on next, um, find out about my shows, find out about any of my products and my website. Um, I would definitely, you know, ship that over to you, but all of my pages have all of my information and most of my items are there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And y'all know what time it is. You coming? What you doing? Come on. 
how she she be in there for every other thing but her favorite part. You gotta always call her. Yes, right, right. <laughs> you already know what it is. It's time for that close. Something you can ponder oh, on until the next time you see us on <laughs> Just Therapy the Podcast on Facebook and YouTube, or hear us next day on Spotify. Yo, close this week. Something you can ponder on. All right, here we go. You can't rely on how you look to sustain you. What sustains us, what is fundamentally beautiful, is compassion for yourself and those around you. Yeah. Yes. So, once again, you can't rely on how you look to sustain you. What sustains us, what is fundamentally beautiful, is compassion for yourself and those around you. Go on and break that down and we'll get up out of here. Find beauty within yourself first because you can't expect anybody else to find you beautiful or even have love for you if you don't have it for yourself first. Yo, I like that. Straight to the point. Short and sweet, but simple and delightful, y'all. So listen, you already know what it is. We'll be back next week. Uh, I believe Concrete Rose will be in the building. We'll interview her, see what she got going on. And you already know we have some good topics for you to discuss. Uh, until next week, y'all, BBC, send us out. Until next week, I hope you guys have an amazing, beautiful day. Come back and see us on the couch. There you go. And you already know, one thing you can never get back is time. And I want to thank you for spending your time with us on the couch. That's all we got for tonight. We'll be back next week. God willing. Peace. Bye-bye. See you. Bye, Carol. Bye, Ebony. Bye, Timothy. Bye, everybody that timed in. All right, y'all. See y'all next week. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist. With your hosts, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go.